0: Welcome back to Core Conversations, a CoreLogic podcast. I am your host, May-Claire Bolton-Smith, and I'm the Senior Leader of Research and Content Strategy with CoreLogic. In this podcast, we'll have conversations with industry experts about key topics, from housing affordability to the impacts of natural disasters on property. Unique identifiers are common for the people and things we value. People have social security numbers. Automobiles have vehicle identification numbers. Banks use a combination of routing and account numbers for our money. Yet, real property, which are among the most highly valued physical assets, have a jumble of identifiers rather than a single, standardized number that clearly defines each piece of property. And these identifiers have changed over time, from landmarks like rocks, to addresses, to geographic coordinates. And oftentimes, these overlapping and incomplete data sets of property information can result in a mess that takes countless hours to unravel before the property data is clean enough to use. Whether it's being used for understanding how vulnerable a property actually is to a natural hazard, how close it is to a power line to a home, or complying with regulations to build a pipeline. So today we're talking with Sachin Rajpal, our head of enterprise data here at CoreLogic about this exact issue and the exciting new way that we at CoreLogic are solving it. So Sachin, welcome to Core Conversations.
1: Thank you, McClure. Very excited to be here. Uh, The unique identification of the property is uh, what's something we are very passionate about and uh, doing a lot to uh, solve for this and happy to talk more about it
0: awesome so good well we're really happy to have you here so why not to get started why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and yourself and what you do here at corelogic
1: yeah um i'm passionate about data and analytics applied to solving complex real world problems my background is in technology SaaS products and analytics I've been at CoreLogic for three years, and uh, prior to CoreLogic, I was at Dun & Bradstreet, responsible for their risk management platform business.
0: Wow, well, you are the right person that we need here to talk about this today. So uh, one thing we, we like to try and stay away from, some acronyms, some might people might know, but can you just quickly define SaaS?
1: Yeah, SaaS is Software as a Service. So okay. these are uh, products that are available on a subscription basis to the customers. And uh, um, they solve uh, either a workflow or analytics and they provide um, en mass the same solution uh, to multiple uh, customer sets.
0: Perfect. That is exactly what we needed. Okay. So let's dive in. I'm I'm really excited about this episode because it really gets to the crux of what underpins the entire housing economy. So let's start with the basics. Data is just information at its core. There's four qualities when we think about data qualities, and and these things are crucial to us here at CoreLogic, and those are coverage, currency, completeness, and accuracy. So can you talk a little bit about what do those four things actually mean?
1: Sure. Let me explain the definition of these four parameters, and uh, then we'll go into a little bit detail of uh, what at logic we have in terms of statistics and numbers behind these uh, four parameters. So starting with coverage. So coverage very simply means that how much information we have about the property ecosystem in US. So um, if we think about the total number of properties, uh, property universe in US, it's around 150 million. Plus, so coverage means that out of those 150 million, how much um, information CoreLogic has on these properties. Mm -hmm. Currency means that when a transaction, for example, on a property has happened, so how soon we are able to make it available to the end customers. So for example, a transaction may have happened yesterday. So can we make the information available on the buyer, seller, the sale price to? through our data supply chain, to our customers, through our different products, or through our bulk data licensing or the APIs. Completeness means that how much information on a particular property. So for example, we may have coverage, we may have some information on those properties, but how rich that information is. Um, so the property comprises of uh, hundreds of attributes, for example, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, the land use code, the lot size, So completeness means that do we have information on these parameters uh, for those properties? And accuracy Mm -hmm. is um, when we are saying a particular property has, uh, for example, three bedrooms or two bathrooms. So how accurate that information is, whether the property indeed has three bedrooms or two bathrooms and so on and so forth. And this is not just for the key property attributes, but the hundreds of attributes that describe the property. So let me talk a little bit about these parameters in terms of what at Core Logic we provide. So starting with coverage, we at Logic have access to both proprietary and non-proprietary data sources. And at Enterprise Data Group, our role is to manage multiple data supply chains to create the nationally recognized single source of truth data repository of property information that supports our business units in their quest to help people find, buy, and protect the homes that they love. All of this starts with our broad data collection efforts. We have more than 22,000 data sources, both public and proprietary. Among the public sources are municipalities, tax assessment offices, taxing agencies, urban planning departments, and so on and so forth. The proprietary and geospatial information that we collect covers the entire United States, all of 150 million plus parcels. We also capture data on transactions. For example, purchase, refinance, home equity across all counties within days of the transaction being recorded. Transaction information may be everything from what did the house actually sell at, who bought it, which lender provided the mortgage, et cetera. Among the proprietary sources, we collect data from MLS. MLS is the multiple listing service. Realtors and brokers are typically part of the regional MLS. Uh, When you go to a realtor to sell property, part of their value add is they list the property in the database with information, imagery, and description of the property, as well as the asking price. The listed data is what then shows up in the websites. Through our proprietary partner info net, this is also called pin network. We have long-standing relationships with MLS agencies and capture deep data on 80% of all active listings. We also have access to appraisal data. Appraisers and lenders use our software platforms to do collateral appraisals that are required for underwriting the property. As part of enabling that workflow, we collect an incredible amount of highly accurate data on property. For about 35% of residential properties, we have detailed information collected by an independent licensed professional who has been inside a home. A number of market leading mortgage lenders contribute appraisal data to us. We collect a lot of other data as well, for example, building permits. Uh, this is the data on changes to a home or reconstruction cost data, for example, cost of materials that goes mm-hmm. into building a home. Our capital markets data, which is loan information critical to assess portfolio risk for investors. So um, the combination of uh, these different data sources, they give us the broad coverage on the US market. So as I said, Mm -hmm. um, data on almost all 150 million parcels of uh, the US properties. And the other aspect of our data supply chain is the speed at which we collect the data and process the data. Ah. So we are direct to source. So 99% of our data sources are primary. That is data is collected from the place where data is generated or officially recorded. This gives us the speed and the currency of the data, which is very important for our customers. The other aspect is the completeness of the data. So, because we have access to both proprietary and non proprietary, the variety of the data sources, we are using advanced AI and machine learning techniques ah. to increase the completeness of the data set. So, our data set is rich because we are doing things like blending and using machine learning to impute the data so that we can provide the intelligence and insights for our customers, uh, which may not be available in sources like public records. And while doing that, we are doing a variety of quality checks that ensure the high accuracy of our data. So hopefully that uh, (laughs) provides both definition and the details behind the different parameters that you mentioned.
0: Yeah, no, that was so great, Sachin. And that was a a long answer with a lot of information in it. But I think one thing that really stuck out to me is a number of the things that we've talked about on this podcast already, you just talked about the underpinnings of them. So I think a lot of the the things you mentioned we've already talked about or touched on in different podcasts. And now this is why you're here. You're here for us to really kind of tie everything together because we like to say, here at core logic that our core is our data that is the core behind core logic so super excited to have you to be able to dive into some of this today so one thing we i mean we hear this all the time with everything and we've talked about it a few times on this podcast is we often hear garbage in garbage out but when we're talking about data specifically how do we know what is garbage
1: yeah um That actually touches upon the quality check processes that we have in place. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these are pretty elaborate and extensive. The value add that we are doing at Enterprise Data Group within EDG is to make sure that we identify when something um, in in the normal parlance is called garbage, but when something is out of ordinary. So for example, we are doing various statistical techniques like variance analysis. So uh, to give an example, If the data on a particular property, on a residential property says that it has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, um, but the living area is 20,000 square feet, something is out of whack, right? So we have these checks, uh, for example, this is the variance analysis or sampling and other statistical techniques through which we are able to detect these anomalies Mm -hmm. and then um, use multi-source cross-validation to correct these. So overall, to give you an example of the scale, um, in our transactional transaction supply chain, we have twenty thousand data checks in place that ensure ninety-nine percent accuracy of the data.
0: Wow, that's great.
1: So, so we don't just we are not a pass-through of the data which is coming in. So garbage in, garbage out happens typically when a process is a pass-through. We have a variety of data checks quality checks in place right from the ingestion of the data as it flows through our supply chain to make sure that what's coming out of the other end is of high accuracy
0: okay that that is very helpful and i you also mentioned that we've got so much data 1 billion property records sourced and updated annually and you know i think when we think about this our record of data that we have spans over 50 years now how do we do this? It can't just be a person sitting there and manually parsing through billions of data records. That's just not feasible. How does technology play a role in us dealing with this mountain of data?
1: Yeah. Um, you now, some of the numbers that you just mentioned, they, they speak to the scale mm-hmm. um, at which we operate. And, and this is not possible uh, manually. So technology is a huge part, absolutely. And uh, it starts with our data collection efforts, okay. right? So um, I talked about the variety of the data, uh, data assets that we have access to, both proprietary and non-proprietary, and uh, which means that the data collection efforts that we have, they are, um, um, they are at a very high scale and of, they, they involve a lot of variety in it. And the data that we receive it's not standardized it's in different formats each county has its own protocol um it may be normalized denormalized it may be in one file or 10 files so we have invested in rpa and we have over 1500 bots so rpa is a robotic process automation Got it. and we have already deployed uh, more than 1500 bots in production um so all these um repetitive kind of um, processes. So uh, RPA comes in and then automates that. We also use OCR, which is optical character recognition, okay. to extract the data from the non-digitized assets. So these are the transaction documents, um, the deeds that are filed at the county recorder office. Oh, okay. So And this data is actually not digitized. So we use um, the OCR techniques to actually digitize the data and then process it through our supply chain. And once the data is collected, then it goes through uh, an extensive curation and transformation process. And all of that is automated through the various systems in our supply chain. And uh, underpinning this is um, are the various quality checks that I talked about. And as I mentioned, we have over 20,000 checks, various statistical techniques, and that is underpinned by technology and analytics and statistics. And then this leads into um, the big data platform. So we have the bleeding edge GCP stack. So we migrated over to Google Cloud Platform a couple of years ago, and um, we are using GCP for our big data. And this is where we bring the variety of data sources that we have onto one place. And then that enables the advanced analytics uh, that our data scientists are doing To further enrich and curate the data so as you can see as the data moves from acquisition to all the way to creating value through advanced analytics um, technology is underpinning all of that journey
0: yeah definitely i mean you've literally are taking paper records and making them digital and that's just so remarkable for something of this scale and i mean that leads me to then think you know big data is really one of those hot topics in our industry And, you know, we've heard so many times that CoreLogic has all this data about all of these properties. And when you think about it, I kind of imagine trying to envision and pick up a, a pack of playing cards from the floor and trying to make sense of what goes where. So can we talk a little bit about kind of demystifying the data world a little bit? How do we take this kind of data and make it useful and how do we collate it so that we can actually say, "I live at one two three Main Street," and pull up every single piece of information about that property?
1: Yeah, that's that's the big transformation which is going on um, at CoreLogic and through that, uh, what we want to do in the industry. So mm-hmm. um, traditionally, um, when you look at how the data has been organized, right? So it's the public records or MLS or the appraisals. So we talk about the sources, which makes sense as we are collecting the data, right? Mm -hmm. But as we are consuming the data, uh, for example, what you said, one, two, three, Main Street, and give me everything about that. So the property industry, the various data sources, they are fragmented. They don't talk to each other, right? So, um, But from a consumer perspective, you want that property 360 degree view, right? So what you just said Mm -hmm. was, give me everything about the property. So it doesn't matter whether that's in public record or it is in uh, MLS or the listings, or it is in building permits, or is it in some geospatial data source. We want as a consumer, all the attributes associated with the property through one call in one view. So that's, that's what we are solving through big data. That's where we are bringing all these different disparate data supply chains, the output of that into one place and we are linking them through CLIP. And CLIP is this core logic integrated property identifier. And once you identify the various data sources to a particular property, so think of it as a a hanger on which you can keep hanging the various additional information about the property. So CLIP is that hanger, and the various different data sets Mm -hmm. that traditionally don't talk to each other, you can keep hanging them on that hanger and that gives you a 360 degree view of the property
0: yeah that is super exciting and really a way forward for our industry because as you mentioned you know the average homeowner really wants to know all of this information about their property and, and businesses want to be able to provide it for them and it's so exciting that corelogic is really moving in this direction of, of providing this integrated property id as we called clip as you mentioned so Let's just talk about that a little bit more. How revolutionary is this really? I mean, it seems like it's something that's never been done before, but been in high demand. How will it enable all of us as members of the property ecosystem to be able to use it? How will it help us find, buy, and protect the homes and properties that we love?
1: Yeah, um, it it is pretty revolutionary when you put it in the context of uh, solving for a seamless experience across find, Mm. buy, protect. Journey. Mm -hmm. So, in by itself, uh, it's an identifier. It's a 10 digit uh, number that uh, uniquely identifies a property. So, um, other providers may have something similar, but um, what makes it unique is the connection across the different data sets to get to that Mm -hmm. property 360. So, it's in combination with the variety of the data sets that we have access to and the service that it offers, where the customers may have their own data sets, and Core Logic has the data sets around the property. So it's actually is offered as a service where we can help customers to translate their data sets into Clip and use Clip to actually connect their property ecosystem and then also connect it with Core property data sets to create that unique combination where they can do their own analysis. So it's not just a number, but it's also a service to actually bring the various property data sets together for us and for our customers. And in terms of uh, how transformative it can be, so CoreLogic has positioned itself um, as the enabler for find by protect journey as the house goes Mm -hmm. through this value chain. And um, the big problem the property industry is trying to solve for is that it takes, it still takes 35, 40 days for somebody to close on a house. So um, I have been through house buying and selling. It's like, uh, I think almost every one of us, it's uh, it's still a very disjointed experience Um, and it doesn't have to be, right? And the power of data, the power of connected data actually has the key to solve for this problem. So um, I'll give you some examples where, as you go through um, finding the various houses that you may be interested in, then you give an offer on a particular house, then it goes to a lender, and then the underwriting happens. So similar to how the pre-qualification on a borrower happens, uh, the collateral, why can't collateral be pre-qualified? Sure. in terms of its risk, in terms of um, how fast it can go through the underwriting process. And that may happen when the additional richer data is available more upfront in the process. And as the property goes through the various stages of from fine to the bank who does the underwriting and the buy to buying the insurance in the house as it goes through the protect, then think of that there's a data packet that moves from one stage to the other and just keeps getting richer. So that every step of the process, the different party that is not doing a redundant effort of finding the data on the property again. So that takes out the inefficiencies, that takes out the redundancies mm-hmm. and makes the process faster. And the key to that is connectivity. And right. that's what CLIP provides, that connectivity. And as the data moves through the various stages, then it can be referenced to that unique number and uh, it can help uh, improve the efficiencies so in that regard i consider it uh, uh, a lot of potential uh, as you asked about uh, whether it can be revolutionary or not
0: yeah definitely a lot of potential and and i think just just to wrap up here sometimes we like to end these podcasts by looking into the crystal ball and i think you know the way that you've just explained this it really sounds like we've solved the ultimate data puzzle by making this unique identifier for property something that's been highly coveted and, and we're actually there. So is this it? Have we reached the peak of the data mountain or is, what does the future hold? Is there still more to come?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say that we have reached the peak. In fact, we just got started. So um, the vision that I explain. Um, so these are the various building blocks um, of it. So when you think about the Clip, um, so the first building block was to make sure that we can clip all the properties in the U.S., which we have already done. And then the second building block was, can our customers access Clip? So we built a service on the top where we can take customers' address-based files or assessor parcel number-based files um, to convert it into Clip. So that's uh, offering Clip as a service. and um, then the next step is the integration of Clip and the associated services into the ecosystems within CoreLogic and of our customers. So that the vision that I just described to make the Find by Protect more efficient, mm-hmm. that comes to life. So we absolutely haven't reached the peak. Uh, it is um, a long journey ahead of us uh, in terms of um, integrating Clip and our enriched data and advanced analytics into the various ecosystems across Find by Protect.
0: This has been so interesting, Sachin. Thank you so much for coming and really shedding some light on this mountain of data that we have here at CoreLogic and how we deal with it and what we're doing with it to really try and push the industry forward to get something to really help people and businesses through this property journey as they find, buy and protect their homes. So thank you so much for joining me today on Core Conversations, a CoreLogic podcast.
1: Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity and we are super excited about uh, um, what's, what's ahead of us.
0: Sounds great. So for more information on the property market and the housing economy, please visit us at corelogic.com intelligence. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed our latest episode. Please remember to leave us a review and let us know your thoughts and subscribe wherever you get your podcast to be notified when new episodes are released. And thanks to the team for helping bring this podcast to life. Producer Rhea Tarakia and editor and sound engineer Romia Roman. Tune in next time for another Core Conversation.